I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. You're listening to After Law, broadcasting from the beautiful South Berlin, except no sandwiches. Afternoon, dear listeners. Welcome to Afton Grassroots. I've come all the way down the windswept Thames estuary down the A13 to Canvey Island, home of Dr. Feelgood, home of Lee Brillot, of, of, of Peter Green, founder of Fleetwood Mac, Wilco Johnson, uh, and even on the football front, Peter Taylor, and our own Millwall player of the 70s, Frankie Saw, all came, all hail. Canvey Island, dear listeners. I've never been here in my life. But I've got it into my head to drive down the A13. This is the kind of thing that I do to bring you some Ishmael League North Division action between Canvey Island and the Haybridge Swifts. Haybridge, I, I didn't know where that was. It's out near Malden in Essex, apparently. Uh, Canvey Island facing Haybridge Swifts then this afternoon. The ground itself is interesting quite low level as you might expect for a, a non-league club at this, at this level all the way around is this kind of seating called the Jack Kings down on one side two uh, stands on the other yellow and blue is the club colours are the club colours and then there's one end of fairly substantial terracing which is where I've decided to stand I've got a view across the seawall to Kent on the other side of the River Thames on a grey leaden afternoon in early February. Why do I do these things? I do it for your entertainment, that's why I do it. Can be managed by Brad Wellmen. Come into today's fixture, today's Ishmian League North fixture. I think this, this is a feeder division into the Ishmian Premier, so I think it's called level three stroke four on the FA's um, hierarchy. Um, come into today's fixture in third place and actually part of a three-way team shooting it out for the, the league title and promotion alongside Avely leading the, the table at the moment and Stonewall in town and in third place Canvey Islands all on the 51-52 points top three um, today's opponents Haybridge Swifts are mid-table side so 10th Canvey Island also do have the league's the, the division's leading goal scorer, Kuasi, who scored 19 goals. That's not a bad record for the season. 
and the third best biker, uh, Price, who scores 16 goals. Now we're just in time to see the arrival of the two teams. Canvey in yellow and blue, as we've said already. Like a reverse Boca Juniors style shirt they're wearing. And Haybridge Swifts are all in red this afternoon. I remembered the famous Dr. Feelgood blues kind of album from the 70s called Down by the Jetty. And the uh, band picture was them standing right by the river, which is, as I said earlier on, just over the back of where the ground is located. Windswept. I feel very windswept myself. I could be in that uh, Down by the Jetty album photo with the boys myself right now. Certainly very windy afternoon. I'm hoping that you get a sense of that on, on this recording, dear listeners. Now so just running through the two teams, I'm just trying to look up um, the online program that um, can be doing, in common with a few other clubs. I was looking at it before I came out this afternoon, listeners. Very nice production, actually. It's all online now. You don't actually sell programs anymore. They do it as a kind of a, uh, an e-download. There is, I found it. Candy Island. Uh, numbers 1 to 11, old school. Old school here, Bobby Mason, Ken Sampaio, Jay Silva, Salmon, number 4, Michael Finner and 5, Evangelist Empfuchensil, number number 6, Odell Martin Serende at 7, Connor Hubble at 8, Matthew 17, Matthew Price, maybe not quite 1 to 11, Bradley Sack up front, number 9, Kuasi, the man that I mentioned earlier on, the league's top scorer. Team's just about to kick off. Um, Canvey will be attacking the river end in the first half. Haybridge going to be coming at us at the terrace end. As ever with these shows, we'll be checking in during the course of the game as things occur to me or after incidents worthy of note or mention. And away we go. Canvey, of course, most notable for the huge gas and oil refinery facilities on the island. Last parts of it apparently closed down there. Number six looks like George Evans for Canvey. Just knocked the ball back to the goalkeeper. Um, I, as a kid, used to go to All Hallows over on the far side, the, the uh, caravan site on the other side of the water, and look out to the glittering jewel that is south end after dark, lights flashing like a Las Vegas whilst we caravaned in a field. And also in the distance was the kind of um, hellscape of the big oil refinery of, of Canvey. I knew we are on the attack. This is the 10 at the moment. I'll stay with this. Jinky down the right side. It's gone for a right side corner. Um, the flames leaping from the great burner right the very gates of Hades off in the distance. Sound of a few ultras, I think they're Candy ultras. They're, I'm not going to go down to see them, listeners. But I can hear a drum and the faint uh, air of a song of some sort, some nondescript song. Maybe just about. That's non league for you. Cold wind blowing off the harsh Thames estuaries, faint spit of rain in the air as well, listeners. I'm standing on a fairly exposed section of terracing. Uh, We'll see how it goes. There's other ball in from the right of a free kick that's headed in just over the bar for Canvey. Six and a half minutes. So far, early impressions. Canvey likes to pass the ball around the back in a modern style. 
had a shot earlier on, and that was their second opportunity from the goal. So I thought, I think the distance, uh, the turret of a ship passing by moves just beyond the sea wall. As I'm looking down the pitch, the uh, the pitch itself is below the sea wall. I think most of Canby Island itself is below sea and was near and prone to flooding. The 1953 flooding, famously, um, the evacuation of large numbers of the population. And there is a strong Dutch connection. A lot of roads around here had Dutch names. And there was a Dutch community on, on the island from the 1800s when uh, some of the seawalls were built. Modern seawalls constructed after 1953. Uh, and the river is literally just on the other side of the upper end of the ground, over the seawall. There's the water. You can see a ship drifting past. Opening goal for Canvey, uh, left-sided corner, dipped into the six-yard box, uh, batted down and slammed home from close. It was, the, it was the five, the five scored. Nice goal, 1-0 to Canvey, no more deserved. I've come away from the rather exposed position that I had up on the terracing just to get out the wind largely. I've come down the other end of the game to be nearer the white-hot atmosphere of the uh, goals, the Canvey Island goals ultras. 1-0 to Canvey on 21 minutes, about halfway through the first half. No more than they've deserved, in, in all honesty. It's been pretty much uh, Canvey coming forwards, and the goalkeeper's done well on a couple of occasions to keep, uh, keep Haybridge Swifts in the game. That's a great nickname, Haybridge Swifts. I like that name. That's old school. And Haybridge, as I said, I think earlier on, he's located near Morden, up on the coast of Essex. Another little uh, push forwards here by Canvey. Free kick. Free kick right in a very dangerous position just inside the thing. I'm going to stay with this. On the edge of the uh, the uh, penalty area and inside the D. And fairly central. Let's we'll see what I can do. There we go. Shot from distance. That's gone over the goal into the playing fields and luckily not into the water behind the, uh, behind the end of the stadium. Stays 1-0. I've got to say that's dedicated Ultradom. Their own drum, a range of songs. That's often. Long ball down the uh, the left channel for the seven to chase off. He draws a free kick. Not bad crowd in here, listeners. I mean, this, the name of the ground is Park Lane. Uh, I think the capacity at full stretch is about 4,000. I'm going to take a complete punt and say there's about four to 500 in here this afternoon, which is not bad. I know that uh, Canvey are, you know, I think they'll go top of the table if they pull, pull this off this afternoon, depending on other results. But that's not a bad turnout. One of the, uh, the Haybridge substitutes uh, has that kind of, um, was it Jason Lee, was it? Hairstyle? Balling from the left, that's punched up and away, still in the danger area. Haybridge will be able to clear it, I think. So yeah, not a bad all set. There's a clubhouse I can see over in the far distance. Two two low stands, uh, a low stand of seats, and two covered areas where the the ultras are gathered with their drum. Nice ground, nice ground. It's in a kind of residential area, as I said earlier on, adjoining the river at, at one end. 36 minutes, a couple of lengthy pauses in play whilst um, Haybridge, Redshirt players have tended to. 
two breaks that have been for a couple of minutes. There's going to be some added time. Game's slightly gone off the boil a little bit with those two pauses. And since the goal, in truth, um, can be still coming forwards, but not quite as much goal mouth action to report on, dear listeners. Haybridge defending over a bandage around his head, so he must have taken one on the head out there, so fair play to him. Ticking down to the last couple of minutes of the uh, added time of the first half. Remains 1-0 at this stage to Canvey Island. They've been pretty much the team in the ascendancy through the whole the whole game. As I said earlier on, the half has slightly gone off the boil. The number 11 for Canvey looks a particularly dangerous player on today's showing. I think his name is Kawas. I think he was the player that I mentioned earlier on as being league-leading scorer. We're ticking down to the last few seconds of the first half. Canvey holding a deserved lead. The ultra's in full flow, as you can hear. Club were FA Trophy winners in 2001-2002. And if memory... Yeah, FA Trophy winners in 2000-2001, excuse me, and champions of the Ishmael League 2003-04. Um, a period of decent, um, a decent period for Canada. Actually, made it to the third round of the FA Cup in 2001 to two. And as you can hear in the background, there's the half-time whistle. One nil. As you, the man said it. One nil to Canada over Hagerstown. During the half-time break, I'm just taking a chance to look at the E program. It's, it, I don't know it makes a lot of economic sense, and I think that the age of the program is is passing like the great ships of old but it doesn't look quite the same it's, it's a, it looks like a program but it's a, on your phone um, quite hard to read it you can expand it but I'm trying to read it off my, my phone maybe you'll read it more at leisure when you get home I don't know and it's a freebie I mean it's, it's just given to you on, on the uh, website so can't complain at any of it it's and it looks all the uh, all the elements of a program are in there the uh, visitors notes the the kind of club updates and fixtures and, and and so on and so forth everything that you might want from your club program is in there but it's on your phone and you know you, you kind of at best scroll through it at, at speed so it's not the same as having an actual match day program uh, maybe I'm Maybe I'm kind of looking back into the past a little bit too much. You're not going to get that anymore. Can't expect it. And, you know, as an ex-fanzine producing editor myself, well, those days have, have gone, sadly. Um, but there it is. So, yeah, nice production, but uh, just not the same thing, is it, as, as the old paper programmes. General impressions of Canvey Island as a club. A lot of kids. Looks like a real family set up here. It's very much one for locals. I'm not driven down the A13 to get here this afternoon, listeners. Purely because there's no Millwall on this afternoon. So that's why I find myself out. I thought I'd get some fresh air. And I've got plenty of that coming off the Thames Estuary. Um, where I'm standing now at the, uh, the kind of river end, there's actually below some fencing. So you do get a bit of shelter from the wind. It was quite windy up there on the, on the terracing at the other end. But yeah, nice little setup. I mean, I can see how people make it a family thing coming over here. The, the bar looks pretty um, well well used. Um, food looked all right as I walked past it earlier on. And you know, it's a very it's in a residential area. There's a lot of bungalows and, and uh, low level buildings around here, and and like a public park just over the back of it with, with uh, swings in the playground. So I can see why um, people would make a. A nice afternoon of that's non-league football for you. That's that's the beauty of it, isn't it? You know, it's um, come and watch the 
the football on the on the big screen, the bars. They've encouraged people to do, spend a few quid there, get some food, get a few beers, and then come and watch a, a proper game. In, in after that, it's um, it's nice. I like it. Canvey just coming out for the second half now, and, and Haybridge are following. Um, second half, Canvey will be attacking the the terraced end. I, I don't know. You get home ends. I'm actually standing down the other end from the terrace end now for a bit of peace and quiet. Get away from the ultras. Get away from the kids. Old <laughs> sod, as my mum would have called me. And um, so I'm down at the other end. But you know, we'll, we'll check in with the game as it proceeds once it kicks off. Just waiting for the referee to blow for the start of the second half. Any moment now, ref. Floodlights start to pierce the grey skies above Park Lane. And away we go, listeners. Canvey still leading at 1 0. Canvey apparently was um, one of the bigger, along with South End, of course, one of the bigger seaside results back in the pre foreign package holiday. So, from the, like, the, up to the 1950s, really, it was seen as a holiday day out, seaside destination. And it kind of retained that vibe a little bit into modern times. I do remember there being a, 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 in during the kind of um, Brit funk era of the 1980s. Um, I mentioned already Dr. Feelgood and that kind of pub rock post punk kind of scene. But there was also a Brit funk scene here. Goldmine uh, Nightclub was a big, big name. And I remember uh, DJs like Chris Hill and Froggy, um, Greg Edwards playing places like this. Uh, that's closed. No more. The days of the Funketeers are over, listeners, aren't they? Um, sad but true. Mentioning the gold ones got me thinking back to all the other clubs of the 1980s. I remember 2001 in Erif. Do you remember that one, listeners? 2001 in Erif. There was one in Dartford, Flicks. Flicks in Dartford. There used to be one in Beckenham. What was that called? I went there. Uh, it was right by the station now, and I can't think of the name of that one in Beckenham. Maybe a listener will remind me of it on hearing these these names from the past, these disco nights of the past. Ball in from the left side to the, uh, from Canvey. That's taken easy enough by the Haybridge goalkeeper. Comparatively little um, incident. There's been a couple of chances um, towards the end of the first half for Canvey. Um, since the goal, as I said earlier on, the game has gone slightly flatter. If you get a sense if it's going to be any more scoring, it's going to be done by the yellow shirts of Canvey this afternoon. Though. Was it called? It wasn't called Bonaparte. That was a record shop, Bonaparte. Oh God, that's going to kill me now. What was the name of the nightclub in Beckenham? Listeners, do tell. That's non-league football for you, listeners. The uh, the, the suburbs warming up, getting the uh, pineapple on your head song. Song Asim just jumped over the fence near me and <laughs> took a leak behind me up against the wall because no one down here. <laughs> it's non-league football for you, isn't it? <laughs> He's coming out of piss <laughs> up against the wall. I suppose you can't go. You can't go another week, can you? Here comes Haybridge on their rear four rays forwards coming down the uh, their right. 49 minutes coming towards the 50th minute. Haven't seen anything really of Haybridge in the whole the whole half or the whole game to be to be blunt. But they've got the ball over on their their right side, but um, cleared away by by Yellow. I just thought I'd put that little bit of local colour and um, you know, the quirky nature of non-league football into your into your listen listeners. And he does look like he's got a pineapple on his head, for what it's worth. That song 
did my head in, as listeners to these shows may remember, a bit of personal stuff. I was in hospital last um, June, and um, when I was put into the main ward, which I suppose was a good sign, because it meant that I probably weren't going to die in there of COVID or something. Um, but well, there was a bloke next in the next bed to me. He weren't the full ticket. I don't know if that's going to be like a Jimmy Carr-style career-ending comedy. He weren't the full ticket, let's just put it that way. And he had that song... The ball in front of goal, it's 2-0 with seven slams home from a header, back from the left side. Acres of space for the seven, he slams it in for 2-0 to Canvey Island. I should think that'll be game, set and match for the goals. But that song was what he had playing on his mobile phone over and over and over again. If I'd have been, and been wired up to a heart machine, monitoring my life, vital life signs, I might have got over and throttled him. I thought I'd share that with you listeners. 2-0 Canvey. 52 minutes. Evans Kouassi is the um, player who scored that second goal. That should be the 20th of his season, according to my uh, briefly taken stats before I came out of the house. And um, looks like it's going to be a decisive goal. But he certainly looked quick and pacey by far. Can be his most dangerous player going forwards. Shot on goal from distance there. The seven will pick up the rebound. It's going to go for a right-sided corner on... 63 minutes, um, two clubs on Canvey Island, two non-league clubs, Concord Rangers, I passed the sign for Concord Rangers on the way in, you kind of split one or two ways, um, Canvey Island are the older club, founded in 1926, Concord more recent, 1967, they're actually playing at a high level, I think they're National League South, whereas uh, as we've said already, Canvey Island, the, the senior club if you like, are playing at a lower level in the Ishmian North feeder league to the, to the Ishmian Premier League, which is where Hornchurch were, we covered earlier on in the season with Harry, of course. If you follow these non-league grassroots shows, which I hope you do, because we're trying to encourage people just to see the uh, the beauty of it all. You know, it's, it's kind of... The football quality is clearly not um, hugely um, high level, but it's honest and it's you're up you're up close, you can change ends, you you've got players crunching into tackles in front of you, you can have a beer, it's and as, as we said earlier on, people bring their families here and it belongs to this community, this locality. It's 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 great. It's it is um, I'm really glad that we started to cover these shows. And we'll probably carry on doing them into for the remainder of the season and into next season because I just enjoy it and it's also nice to see different different clubs I've never been to Canvey Island at all and um, certainly never been to Canvey Island Football Club nor, nor the, uh, the the place itself so you know you just get to see places and clubs and uh, opens your eyes a little bit to the extent of football in this country and a bit of argy-bargy going over in the far corner one of the Canvey players is Disgruntled, there's a bit of effing and blinding going on. I think the five is offering one bloke out after the game. I don't know what got said over there, listeners. It's on the opposite side of where I'm standing. And a little bit of argy, I think there's kids over there. They may have said something to one of the players. Stewart over there now. The five don't want to leave it alone. He's gone back over. I'm going to have to get some more detail on this. Ribbon straighting over there. Referees writing it all down. Reports to the local FA, I dare say. Someone must have said something to him, that's all I can think of. 
the stewards are all volunteers and we're halfway through the second half here now so 67 minutes whilst it's argy bars you can just one steward orange coated wandering around it wouldn't worry anyone at the den listeners let's put it that way whatever got said there I don't know some more remonstrating going on amongst the crowd over there it's like a few getting slung out over there I've been asked to leave and they are leaving two stewards kind of pointing the way out and they're, they're walking whilst remonstrating back with them so I don't know what got said there real football listeners real football 15 minutes left in the game listeners um, darkness is falling now the grey skies are getting to a, have a darker shade of um, metallic grey just the four floodlights here piercing the gloom one floodlight seems to have a couple of bulbs out and then have to go to the B&Q and get some new bulbs. Um, game is now settled into pretty much um, a lull, really. The ball, right, a, a shot has uh, gone out of the ground, actually. It's, I think it's meant to be a shot. It's more like a, a, a wayward um, cross in many respects. It's gone out of the ground, so we have to get another football. After a little bit of excitement with the crowd, I think that was a disappointed Malden um, Haybridge Swift fan over there having something to salty to say to the five. And, fancy taking it to the car park outside and the chap's now left, I don't think he did fancy taking it to the car park there's been nothing much to report been a good game at this level, it's entertainment you know, it's um, honest honest, um, hard working performance by Canvey, clearly the better side by some stretch and the two goal lead doesn't flatter them so um, as I said, 15 to go at this stage Could probably that long, listeners, could you? Just walk through towards the uh, exit through the um, ultras, as you can tell. If my voice sounds slightly wobbly, it's because I'm back down at the uh, terraced end, slightly up just to see how the game. And it is incredibly cold, the wind is whipping off the river. From my starting position, back where I started the uh, reportage of today's contest, and I can report it's not got any. It's like Polar Preet going to the South Pole with single-handed. That ball's going out of the ground there. Four minutes to go. The goalkeeper's made a decent save shot from the edge of the penalty area. He kind of batted upwards and then got it off the top of the bar. Just like it might loop in underneath it. It's going to give it away a right-sided corner for Canvey. Chance to go the jam on the bread of this afternoon's excellent win really in truth they've never been in trouble and you know by some distance across the whole the whole game the better side they've played some decent stuff at times got some decent looking players for this level the 10 is just about to take the corner I'll stay with it three minutes to go in the game balls in looping 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 that's not a bad ball he's gone out of play goal kick Last few seconds of regular time to buy. There's another a turret of another ship passes by down there beyond the seawall, listeners. I feel like we've come full circle. Uh, this is going to finish almost certainly as a 2 0 win for Canvey Island to certainly um, put, if not put them on top, it's going to keep them very, very close to it, depending on the other results of the other two teams in this Ishmian League North. I'm going to start drifting over towards the exit. 
lot of player crowd interaction going on. Even the uh, the Canvey man's having a word over there now with someone in the crowd. Number 10 wants it and the 10 gets pushed over. Yellow card. Goalkeeper wants to have something. Might have a little bit of um, argy-bargy here. A bit of late, late, late entertainment. The ultras want to have their say. There's one or two... Um, Pushing, shoving, the linesman's getting involved. Goalkeeper wants some. Nothing really, um, no fisticuffs. Pushing and shoving of words. The five wants to have it. He looks like he's mad for it. He's not been happy since someone said something to him earlier on in the game. Yellow card flashed around there. There's nothing, it's his handbags really, listeners. I can't, don't want to replay this. Lots of uh, glares and uh, pushing and shoving of words. Nothing that would pass muster down the den, let's put it that way. I'm really looking forward to a nice old cup of tea when I get indoors. It's going to be really up front in the blasting ice of Ice Station Zebra, Ice Station Canvey. I'm rambling, I'm aware I'm rambling. There it is. 2 0 win for Canvey Island, no more than they deserved in the end. Havers Swiss didn't show much at all for me across the whole game. Um, and as a, as a tanker drifts past from the refinery, the petroleum uh, refinery, I'm going to call it quits from Park Lane. Hope you enjoyed this coverage of Canvey Island 2, Havers Swiss North from the Ishmian League, dear listeners. We'll be back for another day with another grassroots show very, very soon. Until then, bye for now. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.